Hey friends, it's John Jay here and it's time for another One Block Talk. Uh, I'm going to do a whole bunch of talks on a process that I'm in the middle of right now, uh, which is the process of having my ordination recognized um, at the regional level here where I work. So that's a whole nother conversation about ordination uh, into ministry, which is a sort of recognition of calling and vocation, particularly uh, a recognition of that outside of your own self, but by another group of peers. Uh, and so I went through that process years ago when I was working at a church in Dallas, Texas. And now that I've moved here to Pasadena, I'm basically going through a recertification to use like professional language. But one of the parts of that recertification is going through and writing a set of essays or uh, sharing a set of content around what you might would call like tenets of the faith, core doctrine, core beliefs and practices. And I figured, well, this would be a really great thing to do is to just talk about some of these while we walk around together. And so that's what I'm going to do. You can hear that there's a car alarm going off right now. And I think there's a dog somewhere really close by barking. So that's just what it's like to be on a walk in Old Town Pasadena. Um, although I am going to walk the other direction until that noise stops. Okay. So the topics we're going to cover are there's like eight or 10 of them, but it turns out each one of them is going to need to be broken up into probably like five or 10 smaller talks. So the first one is going to be on God. That uh, elusive word applies to an elusive character in the Bible. And I would guess for most of us here, a kind of slippery understanding of who God is of what God is, and then how do we wrap our minds around this uh, sort of concept or idea? Now, here's what I would say to start. When we talk about God in the tr Christian tradition, uh, we are stepping into a larger conversation, again, that has been happening within Judaism for a long time. And in Judaism, one of the things that gets revealed about God, the divine, is that there is a deeply relational aspect to God. So it's hard to talk about God outside of relationality. Now I say that because a lot of the time um, humans have this need to make meaning and part of the way we make meaning is painting lines and boundaries and bordering off our sense of understanding around any given topic. And usually that means closing down meaning to a certain understood form. Uh, the problem with God is that God is beyond comprehension in so many ways, but also uh, to draw lines is to create a static object. And uh, the scriptures, part of what they show us is that God is a dynamic character changing uh, with us. Now, that, that idea of change is going to hit some of you weird if you study like Greek philosophy because the Greeks say that if God can, uh, if God is anything, God is unchangeable because to change means that whatever happened before was not perfect and God has to be perfect. You get into these kind of like dead end roads math equations about what God can or can't be. But if God is primarily a relationship with creation, then that opens up this dynamic understanding. And that's where I want to start with. And that's where I want to stay with for a lot of this because God never simply shows up in these stories out of nowhere, but often, and seems to be most of the time will show up uh, in conversation with creation. Now I'm using the language of creation explicitly. there, not just humanity because even though we tend to read, uh, meaning 
through our own lens, you know, so like what I can see or hear or touch or taste or see in front of me, that that's the only things that exist. And the ways that they relate to me are the only ways that they matter. But God seems to be in relationship with all of creation, not just humans, but also animals and also the trees and the streams and also the ground, the dirt, the Adama. And all of that holds deep meaning as well. God shows up first in the very uh, first line of scripture out of the book of Genesis. It's the first book in the Bible. And the phrase is Bereshit bara Elohim. In the beginning, uh, Bereshit uh, created bara Elohim, God. In the beginning, God created. Now, even the word Elohim is fraught. Uh, an ancient way to talk about God, the word for God would have been El. In uh, like Hebrew or Akkadian languages, in that region of Mesopotamia, uh, we, would, we would write it E-L. And Elohim is a plural version of El. And so already you have this strange like tradition even behind the first mention of the divine in the scriptures that talks about this God in kind of a plural form because the Judaism bursts on the scene in the midst of a lot of other conversations about religion and spirituality and in these other religions and we're going to talk about some of those uh, particularly like out of uh, out of Babylon and other places in the area there wasn't a God but there were gods plural and each of these gods were vying for power and authority and prominence and who was going to be in charge of the rest of them. And Elohim becomes one of the ways you talk about the plurality of the divine. Over time, in the Hebrew scriptures, Elohim becomes almost like a proper name where you would uh, capitalize the E and that becomes God, the God, one God, not a plurality of gods. So already you see in the tradition that we receive unfolding in and a reinterpretation of other ancient traditions. Now this is super important because humanity doesn't invent the idea of God, but humanity encounters and then is always interpreting its interactions with the divine. We're still doing that even now. So that's where I want to start with this God conversation. Uh, In the next couple of talks, I want to talk about names, about other places where God is revealed in this kind of deeper unfolding. But for now, we're going to start just with that. Uh, And that's one block walked together, friends. All right, we'll talk soon. Uh, Grace and peace. Bye.